0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate, episode 83. We make our own decisions, our own choices, and then we live with them. Welcome, everyone, to the episode where we talk about Kyber Cup and break down some of the different lists and factions. Maybe, not, Maybe we won't break down lists. We're going to break down pilots instead tonight. We're also going to kick off two new series. Two new series, folks. We have two new things that we're kicking off tonight that we talked about last week. So if you missed last week's episode about the direction of the podcast, head back on over there and check it out, episode 82, where we talk about some of the new series that we are going to kick off. Tonight, we are going to kick off our new Academy 101 series, where we talk about list archetypes. We're also going to kick off our new our new, um, quick opening segment, where we talk a little bit about pilot rankings. Tonight, it's going to be a little bit more than just a few minutes, though, as we're going to go through how we're going to rank everything, um, where the numbers and the lists and the things come from, how we can rank it by scenario, and then we're going to look at, can we do an average for this pilot? We're going to kind of go from there. Joining me tonight, we have a guest. We have a guest. We have JJ, too. JJ will be back. Charles, unfortunately, was sick. But we do have a guest. That is joining us here tonight. <clears throat> Please give a raw, warm welcome from Alex of the second best Michigan team, the best spin bench warmers. How are you doing tonight, sir?
1: Ouch. I mean, I guess that is appropriate given we are the bench warmers, but ouch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> twice now. Twice now, my um, friend. The you know, the West Side has shown up.
1: Who won GT? Wasn't it wasn't great? It was Rams. a tie. It was a tie. It
0: actually was a tie. Officially, I was know. that one. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> uh, yes. Hi. My name's Alex. I uh, kind of co-host, host the Best Men's Bench Warmers podcast and uh, reside in Detroit. little Michigan-based things. Yeah. And
0: so oh, we welcome, decided to have welcome, Alex on because I promised him he could be on the show, I don't know, back in October. And then I forgot about it. And then we all went down to Russ Cup. And then I was like, you should come out and we should analyze Russ Cup. And he was like, I'm just too tired. I can't do this. You guys <laughs> gave us too bad of a beating that night. So he, he had to take the night off and then we had a bunch of vacation time. And then I thought, hey, what a, a great opportunity with Charles being sick and Alex kind of stepping in and helping us kind of go through pilot rankings and all of that fun stuff. So welcome to the show, Alex. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited so, to talk about all this. Yeah. Yeah. So JJ, how was your weekend? I haven't I don't think I heard from JJ more than 3 times this whole weekend. So no yeah. games got played this week weekend.
2: Yeah. Uh I um so my my mother is in the process of uh deciding whether or not she she wanted to move to all of a sudden she had to move immediately um because another apartment that she wanted had opened up immediately. So it, we got the text on Friday. Uh, saying, hey, we need you tomorrow morning to come help us move, and we did. Um, So I spent the entirety of yesterday moving from a one-floor, the first-floor apartment to a third-floor apartment. Um, Man, stairs are a killer. God, man, they're a killer. So I spent the rest of today basically just uh, resting because it took all of my willpower to make it down the stairs this morning. (laughs) And... um, and enjoy the Giants game that you know we won. We beat the the Minnesota Vikings. So excited! And uh, go Giants, my team.
0: Well, hopefully they will lose in the next round. Um, <laughs> that way we can have a final, a final like send off for the Giants for this year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch football, so I don't know anything about football. Other than the Lions somehow almost made it this year, I know that uh yeah But they didn't but they i kind of wanted to them make it so that they could beat the giants i think jj and i had a bet going i deleted it though because i don't remember what it was so i deleted <laughs> that part out um that way i don't have to be <coughs> held down to i i think we bet like a 100 bucks or something like that um
2: yes something like that yeah
0: something like that and now we can't complete the bet and i don't want it sitting out there till next year
2: <laughs> All Right.
0: Uh, Alex, how was your weekend? So tell So Alex is from Michigan. You don't live on the east side, though, do you? You you live somewhere in the weird middle of nowhere of Michigan.
1: What? No, I live in Livonia, yes, sir.
0: Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Who's? I thought for whatever reason you lived in like Mount Pleasant area. No, Who? no,
1: that's uh, Mark Roberts, Sanzuski, all them. <clears throat> oh, okay. Way out there.
0: All right. So you're no. you're not that far.
1: Um, yeah, uh, it's still quite a drive to your guys' location. Unfortunately, that's a couple hours. But yeah,
0: I'm on Livonia. It's, it's nice. Well, awesome. If you have not heard of the Bestman Bench Warmers, there will be a link into the into the in the description where we will actually have um uh, where you can actually check out their podcast. I believe they are on the same service that we are on Podbean. So if you're Following us on Podbean, you can catch them there, or you could catch them on any one of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you didn't know, there is a little rivalry between the West Side and the East Side. Um, right now, Alex's beard is 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 in it for the win. Mine has not come in that full uh, yet, so I've. Probably got another yeah. six
2: months to go. <laughs> and I just have a baby beard or starter. Yeah.
0: I
1: think between all three of the, me and my co-hosts, I think we have collectively the best beards in podcasting, Next X-Wing podcasting.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. So now you have to have me on your show so that you can officially say that. We can put there like a stamp of approval on it. We'll say AMG's best bearded podcast in X-Wing. See, best bin, best
1: beard. It's close.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. I'm drinking um, Traverse City Apple Whiskey tonight. Ooh. I've never had this before. My buddy bought me like a little sampler pack. I was like, oh, I'm going to try this.
1: I like Traverse City Whiskey. It's pretty yeah. solid. And I don't drink a lot of whiskey. I just, I've had, for what I've had, I've enjoyed.
0: Well, awesome. So why don't we go ahead and let's get into some Kyber Cup List Breakdown. I'm going to go ahead and transition the screen here. And essentially what we have going on for us is <clears throat> we had a gentleman named Ali Pocknell. So if you don't know who Ali is, uh with Ali Pocknell, and he has you'll have to send us your your list, Greg, if you want me to break it down. Um <laughs> Ali pocknell essentially created the uh like looking at it and said, Hey, how many ships are in each list? He has a way now to import if you put the esp link into his spreadsheet, he has a way to actually import all of the the different ships and tell you how many ships there are going to be per list, you know, how many people are flying it, what percentage it is and then break down all of the actual um actual pilot uses because again this this league's a little bit different. So if you don't know what Kyber Cup is, uh Hexile Gaming is running a league team tournament where basically you pair up with two other people inside of your, uh, misfortune. So me and JJ and Brendan are playing together and I don't know who's playing on Alex's team. To be honest with you, uh, Matt Corser and Mark Mm. Robert, good old local Michigan folks. Ah, did, um, Stanislawski not sign up for Kyber cup? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I don't think he did. Hmm. That was a little, that's a little surprised. I thought he would want some prep for the, uh, for Worlds coming up here. But anyway, so Kyber Cup, essentially, it, it does similar pairings to how they did, um, how we did with the Nickel City League, except for everything is not extended. <laughs> and the difference is it kind of goes back and forth where you get to submit a list, get a list, and then the last list kind of gets paired together. So overall, we had roughly 270 players. I did not add all those up, but that's my guess is what those numbers equal to, is roughly around 270. Um, as you can see, scum is probably the biggest faction besides empire and the way Scott created the tournament, um, is so you have, he put factions into three categories and then scum was kind of the roamer. So every team member had to fly a faction from a different era in star Wars. So, you know, obviously rebels and empire, then you have resistance and Republic and then separatists and or separatists and Republic and resistance and F.O and then scum could be flown in one of any of the different factions. So you could run an empire, a scum and a CIS list. You could run a rebel CIS and scum list, anything you wanted, uh, like that. So that's kind of how Scott broke that down. And then you had, everything had to be standard and above board. So as you can see, empire has the highest number of players in it. Um, which probably should tell us something. Um, I don't know, Alex. What wh- you ran Republic? I did. Yes. <clears throat> um, what? Are, what are your thoughts? You are not the lowest, the lowest number of players there is. Thirty-seven people running Republic, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah,
1: you know, I think everyone's just really excited for the SOC pilots, trying to bring new life into that kind of faction, trying them out because a lot of. What you see in this whole tournament, it's a lot of the new stuff. It's a lot of hot shots and aces, a lot of Battle of Yavin, a lot of uh, Siege of Coruscant in here. And uh, the Rebels are the lowest faction down there, and I think that's just because everyone took Empire.
0: Yeah, I think, I think if you...
1: lock out that whole faction.
0: <coughs> yeah, I mean, we we did the yeah. same thing. Did JJ, tell tell everybody JJ, why you selected your Empire list?
2: Well, to tell you the truth is is the existence of the six-point Darth Vader. Um, I think that has been the biggest piece for the Empire right now. Um, it's probably the most common pilot that I see um, in Empire list right now across the board, um, even in non-Kyber, um, for, for the Empire. I mean, just having the, that, that, that great piece in Empire and a lot of cheap options uh, for the regular TIE fighter pilots um, or even mix in a Reaper in there, you just have such versatility with that. Uh, the, your op for list building, um, that the Empire is in a really great space right now.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
1: I will mention there's 54 Empire lists, <clears throat> and nine of them don't have a Vader pilot.
0: <laughs> that's horrible. I guess that's that's good, though. That's good and bad, I guess. So, um, Ugh. See, now that's going to be a whole different. That's a whole different conversation. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. So Ali actually broke down uh, ship counts. So there was zero eight ship count lists, and I feel stupid. We should have ran an eight ship count list, JJ. That we just should have done it. I could have done it with CIS. We could I haven't played eight ships in a while, actually, <laughs> um, in separatist. But we should have done that. We could have been the only team to run an eight ship separatist list.
2: Yeah, you could do a few tries and a bunch of uh, vultures, right? That should be <clears> pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yep, essentially because you can run eight vultures in at two points each, and still have um points left over. It's just sad. You still have four points left over Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: if you're making a, a, an eight ship list, right? Seven of those would be vultures. You have six points left over, even that's the scary part.
0: Yep, which is the yeah. count dooku, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. That's we should terrifying. we should have just ran we should have just ran that. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been fun. Um, so anyway, so zero eight ship countless, there was eight seven ship countless, six or twenty-eight six ship countless, a hundred and nine five ship countless, ninety-one four ship countless, and thirty-nine three ship countless. So obviously the highest two is four and five ship counts um which says even with scenarios four to five ships um still do very well um in scenarios comparatively uh when we talk a little bit you know about scenarios and we talk about like how x-wing can be like chess this four to five ship count list looks like we're mirroring off very similarly similarly with each other um and that's that's actually surprising that we ha- we didn't have more six ship six ship countless because you can put six ships in Republic, I know that for a fact. And I know you can run that in Resistance and obviously in CIS. So a little surprised we didn't see a little bit more ship yes. six ship countless than we have.
1: Yeah, I was since two point five's been a thing I've always enjoyed five ships i always thought that was that was good enough to both contest the objectives and also have enough other ships that are in in the scrum dog fighting, all that so it's not super surprising yeah, for, to me that the yeah. highest is five but
2: yeah for me like i was a i was a very <clears throat> avid four ship lister um uh, before 2.5 and i certainly stuck to that for a long time but it's just with the points and and availability of like really great pilots with really great loadouts. Five seems to be the 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 better number uh, to have that balance between objective grabbing and having that offensive uh, potential.
0: All right. So let's break down. I guess we're not going to break down a bunch of lists, but let's break down some of the, the pilots and kind of look at the, the highest used pilots. And I'm not going to go through every single one of these on this list. Um, Obviously, so boy Vader comes in at 13%. Um, in list, and I think it's when we first saw Boy Vader, we were kind of like, "Ah, eh, for one point more, you can do a whole bunch of other stuff." But six point Boy Vader essentially says, "Oh, you can now afford to run a four point uh Tie Fighter called Backstabber, um, that you couldn't run before." So I think that's very um interesting. I'm not surprised to see Vader at the top of the list, um, which probably says that there needs to be a discussion at AMG about Vader. Um, But 13% of the people ran Boy Vader. So Alex, yeah. what ship on here surprised you the most in terms of what you see in here as one of the top ships being ran?
1: Uh, surprisingly, I mean, I guess it, it's weird. Cause BB-8, right? Two points. You can fit him in a lot of lists. But he's in 7% of the list. He's in 20 20- 20 of the, uh, what, 39 uh, resistance lifts. And I wonder what kind of math happened there where it's like the A-wings came down to four points, so that allowed you to trim another point somewhere else to add a whole other ship. That's what I'm thinking with that BB-8. Because without four-point A-wings, it was really hard to, like, scoot in BB-8 in there for a two-point ship. So it's kind of surprising that he's in all of those now. I wonder what kind of crazy resistance lists are being flown. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, a lot of Poe, I could say that, and Poe Falcon at seven points. Um, I'm actually surprised Poe isn't up here on this list. Maybe he'll be in the second set of lists um, that we see. But, J.J., what was a surprise on here for you?
2: Honestly, Mm -hmm. seeing Dirge uh, from the Separatists uh, being... Chosen so much, uh, twenty-two instances for that uh, that particular pilot. Um, I think that uh, the last pack here for Hotshots and Aces Two definitely introduced a lot of great I fives pilots across the factions um, that are cheap. Um, but I am definitely surprised to see Dirge being chosen more often um, than um, like other other pilots, uh, like the Flax uh, tri fighters for instance, uh, or um even if you're if you go across into like juno eclipse which is more down towards the bottom of the list um being at i5 as well um it's just surprising to see dirge being this popular um it is a very um interesting ship uh, that has a, a high ceiling for performing well um if all things go right um but uh but yeah it's pretty good
0: yeah i think i think that's that's a that's huge seeing that. I, I, I'm i not sold that that was the right call, though, but I do understand why people are putting Dirge in there. Um, I don't feel Dirge is... I don't know. Maybe it's just because Django can overshadow so much, or Grievous can overshadow so much that, you know, you, you take Dirge and so be it, right? Like, we could have ran Dirge in our list, but we didn't, and you know, I just... I don't know. I'm a little surprised by that. I do see uh, Poe Falcon on here, so I was incorrect. It comes in at six percent of the damn list. Uh, are taking Poe Falcon? So um, for me, the other the the other kind of uh, bigger surprise is that Finn is not higher. I would think Finn would have been a staple in all Resistance lists because I think Finn comes in in like kind of an S tier ranking to some extent. Um, he can do almost every scenario but one. And he does not like to die to anything but bombs or extreme concentrated fire.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah more I people took
1: BB eight than they took Finn.
0: Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> that's huge to me. Yeah. Now, now, Alex, you had yeah. you ha- you have another you have another surprise that's that's driving you nuts. Oh my god. Okay.
1: So, I, I play a lot of Republic, like a lot, and. The new SoC arcs. They're great. They're four points. They're fantastic. Jag is incredible. Wolf solid for four points. I actually even like oddball for five. But someone in one list, there is more Wolves than there are Jag. There's 19 Wolves and 18 (laughs) Jag, and that bothers me intrinsically. I don't know why. I think Jag is much better than Wolf, just in general. I, I don't know why they 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 hurt me.
0: So whoever is running a list with only one arc in it, somebody is. I want to know who that is. That's up. You could join the show. We'll put you and Alex in a little in a little room, <laughs> and the two of you can hash it out for five minutes. You get five minutes. We'll see who throws gloves first, because that would be very. It'd be an interesting conversation. Um. So so I'm gonna ask Alex. Why do you feel Jag is better than Wolf? So let's let's actually talk about that for a few seconds, just because we got it on the brain. And I think it would be fun.
1: I will first mention that their list is Stub, Sicko, Wolf, Rick, and Contrail. So you're not getting a lot of the Wolf like target locks born for this ability kind of thing. And that's what makes me even more angry. (laughs) But I like Jag a lot. Um, In Republic, if you aren't going to run something like a Lat, you need some sort of intrinsic way of getting rerolls. And I think Jag gets that far more consistently. You just have to have someone shoot next to you. You know, it's out the zero to two in his side arcs. If you're not strained, so you can't use born for this before you get the ability. But you know, if you have like an I five, which there's a ton of in Republic or or uh, Anakin, uh, he just gets locks, and that's super useful, especially if you spend your focus token for born for this. You still have a way of offensively modifying your dice.
0: Hmm. that's interesting.
1: And he's got sync Council, so you can actually still pass that off if any of your list has sync Council, or if you have another ship at, like, one. So you can, like, still pass off locks if someone's, like, shooting before him or something like that, and then just keep reacquiring locks. Wolf does have, like, the extra re-roll off the front and the back. He gets the extra die with the charge and Veteran tail gunner. That's real nice. I'm just not a big fan of... I mean the Q7 Astromech does literally nothing for him, other than I don't know allows him <laughs> to be tractor beamed under rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh okay great yeah. you oh know, I hit a rock I guess I can <clears throat> still lose my action and still not use Q7. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think the the larger question. So so I see I see to some extent why you you like it more, right? Um, I do I do get that. I do question though, you know, with it is a different initiative, right? So, I mean, could people just be taking it because of the initiative?
1: I guess, maybe. I mean, Wolf's a four, Jag, I believe, is a three. So it's. There's not a lot of. I don't see a lot of Republic lists with a lot of initiatives at like four. But you, you get a lot of three initiatives with like the Z95s. I guess Click is a four, right? So maybe. Yep. The more SOC pilots you put in there, the better it'll get. And he is no Wolf is kind of like self-contained. But I, I just I I just think Jag's just better in most circumstances. Especially if you don't have a lat.
0: Yep. If we move down to some of the lower used ones, um nothing I, I don't know, nothing really super stands out. Nightfall is being used a little bit more. I'm a little surprised we don't see more Kylo Silencer in here. Um, I would have thought Kylo, especially in this type of an event, Kylo Silencer would have been a pretty a pretty big staple um, in FO. And I'm also a little surprised not to see a lat higher than oh. this 3% here. I don't see a lat up here. And I'm a little surprised by that because you can run Sicko, <laughs> right? I love Sicko. I love
1: Sicko. He's so fun. He's yeah, I don't see another
0: yep, I don't see another lat. So people are trading their lats in, it looks like and H- Sicko and Hawk are in at the 3% mark. So I I'm a little I'm a little I think that I I get the arcs are now four points. I do get that. But if you put two arcs and let's say Sicko in your list, I mean you immediately now have um, you know, the five points plus the eight points. You're at 13 points. You could put Anakin or you could put you know, uh two other ships in there if you want. And I'm a little I I, I think it's just weird, I guess. I mean, I'm okay with seeing less Lats and less Jedi's in Republic. Um, I do not like the Born for This ability. I think it is BS personally and should be changed. And I don't think it should be in standard play. But uh anyway, that's a whole that that'll be a whole nother conversation that we could spend 17 hours on. Um, yeah.
1: But pilot's actually very surprising that it's up that high. Honestly, for me, is Scum Dirge at with eight in the list. I always thought that. Yeah, I mean, I like the Separatist Dirge a lot better, but I don't know what they're doing with, with Scum Dirge. I mean, you could just take Kanan instead.
2: Yeah, points, yeah. which just seems like is very high actually on this.
0: Yeah, Kanan comes in at number three or four. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you Alex. I'm I'm a little surprised by that too. Um I thought that was a little weird. And then um I don't know. We still have a, an appearance of Cad Bane in separatist. Who who <laughs> who knew like he's he's still there. Um
2: Yeah, it's a great control piece, you know, just being able to pass off those tokens, you know, it's it's nice. I don't know.
0: Anything else that, that strikes you about um, the the Kyber Cup? I mean, we could... I Greg, we're not going to cover your list, because that's not your list, that's my list and George's list, so <laughs> we're not going to cover the list that I chose not to run because I wanted to run something different, but um, Greg is running Django Grievous Bombardment Drone 81 and Iron Assembler uh, with Discord missiles instead of Energy Shells, but And count Dooku instead of Notorious, so solid list. Yeah, I don't know where he's seen anybody else run that list, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's pretty good. Yeah, energy shelter for cowards. All right, fair enough. I'm running energy shell in my list, so one one energy shell and one Discord. There you go. So unless we have anything else uh, for Kyber, I, I think we can move on. I don't. You know, there are so many teams. I don't even know where to begin, um, to begin ranking them, right? Like or talking about them. Like, so I think maybe, um, okay, fine. Greg's team is one and zero, with 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 Catherine and who else is on your team, Greg? You have Catherine and Greg, and and Benjamin. Yeah, there you go. So Greg's team, whatever they're called, I'm assuming it's something with Nickel City, Nickel City cowards are one and zero in the series, <laughs> and we are zero and one. And Bespin, are you are you zero and one too?
1: No, we're called the Benchwarmers for a reason, right? We All right. We're also zero one.
0: There we go. So there you go, two Ewoks and one Speeder, Deslin. All right. All right, I like that name. That's 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 a lot better than our name. JJ, you need to change our name right now.
2: <laughs> I'm not the team captain, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's right.
0: Damn it. Brendan, you need to change our name. So anyway, so we will be covering more kyber cup stuff. Um, since we are in a lull with nickel city right now, um, we will be covering uh we will we will we will be covering more kyber cup stuff as it unfolds each week. Um, probably not as much in depth. Um, <laughs> it will take me a couple of weeks uh, to get through all of their li- all the lists on there. Um, and maybe, JJ, that's something you could take note of. Maybe what we could do is find some interesting lists that are non-meta and then watch those lists and see how they track throughout the yeah. series. Um, because I think the big thing here is we can't look at total team wins. We need to actually look at the individual list win. Um, for example, the list you're running... If you win every game, but our team loses every every round, then does not mean your list is bad? It just means the rest of us don't know how to hold up our end of the bargain. Um, <laughs> and um, and that's what we get. That's what we get for I get for flying a new list um, with two games of practice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my fault. But <clears throat> I blame JJ for not being around to to joust me more
2: lies he's the one that got me off
0: that list off my normal list too by the way it was all him okay okay i'm blaming i'm blaming i'm just you're getting to take all the blame (laughs) see all right anyway anyway all right so let's 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 do something completely different that we haven't done um before right so a lot of other podcasts have tried to do ranking systems and different things like this um you know where they they rank pilots and they do these other things so what we decided to do is say, okay, hey, fine, let's sit down and let's rank some pilots, but I want to rank them by scenario. So I think one of the big callouts here, right, is we have a pilot list that is, you know, a pilot that fits into a list that could be really good, but the list is trash, right? And we used to have this effectiveness ranking um, sheet that Bohan built way back at the beginning of 2.0. And I don't think it was in 1.0. I think this is a 2.0 only uh, spreadsheet he built. And essentially, he took a lot of intricates of how you could add different upgrades, and you know how your force affected. We're not going to get that fancy into it, but what I want to do is is we're going to actually rank a pilot, and then we're going to say based on which scenario this pilot gets for a rating. So, for example, we're going to pick on Grievous because Grievous is the easiest one I know. We can say we have assault, salvage, um. Assault, salvage, scramble, and um, Chant. does chance. And so let's say Grievous does A in three and does a D in the bottom one, right? And, and this is just a, a pilot average. The ideal would be he's not S tier. I'm, I'm going to flat out say he's not an S tier pilot, Nickel City. Um, but <clears throat> the, essentially what we want to do is take that and then kind of look at what an average ranking is. And then I have two different ways that we can look at the average ranking. Right, So I've averaged the points for him, and then I've also been saying, based on total points, he fits into a different category. And I'll get into that here in a few minutes. But essentially, that is what I wanted to do tonight to begin with, is talk a little bit about that. So as you can see here on the screen, our roll call series is going to be ranking pilots based on scenario. The criteria, and then I'm going to go over this, and then we're going to do a couple of examples. But the criteria is is we've got to look at what, what is the pilot ability, right? The value cost, loadout value, the amount of support it needs versus what it provides, the possible loadout for efficiency, and your loadouts based on your different scenarios, right? So essentially, when we look at an S-tier pilot, my belief is an S-tier pilot will say is an auto-included 90% of the list, right, would be the same value for the same price in other factions. So again, we'll pick on Grievous. I know we get yelled at for talking too much about separatists, but... If I take Grievous and I move Grievous to other factions, would he be the same uh, price and would he be the same value at in all those other factions, right? Um, his pilot ability um, or initiative will synergize with three out of the four scenarios. His squad points are, are too low or, or just right, right? Um, would you pay one point more for him? Would you, would you say, hey, I'm going to pay an extra point for Grievous and still take him? So if, if Grievous gets 12 loadout points and then says, Oh, hey, Merry Christmas. Um, we're gonna now tell you he's six points in a faction, would you still take him? Um and then the same thing with the loadout points, are his loadout points too high or just right? Right. So if I had Grievous with 50 loadout points, you know, that he could never spend. But if he had 50 loadout points somehow, um, you know, would that be too much or is he just right? Um, and then we kind of go down from there. So, then, like an A tier would essentially be an auto occlude in 70% of the list. Um, I still feel an A tier needs to synergize with three or four, three out of the four scenarios. I believe you would be considered um, seventy-five over 75% of other pilots in the faction, right? So, basically, am I going to take this pilot over other ones? Like, if you had to pick between Grievous and um, what is it, DIS 081, is it? T-81. t81 yeah <laughs> which is the upgraded version of 081 i guess right is that, that that's how it is anyway <laughs> so silver <edition>. it's, the, <laughs> the, the Siege version basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: so would i take that pilot 70 over 75 percent of the pilots in the rest of the faction um and then it's kind of the same are the squad points correct are the loadout points correct then you drop down to your b tier and you say i would take this over 50 percent of the list and it must synergize well with at least two scenarios C is 30% of the list and um, should synergize with one scenario. And typically, a C could could be either a fun, a really good fun pilot, like Count Dooku, or um, it does not have to be part of like a competitive meta, right? Or basically, is my pilot something that is such a niche for what he does, such as if somebody lowered Oddball Y Wing down to like four points, that would be a very nichey pilot. What would work very well, and that would deserve a higher ranking, right? So something weird or similar to that. Um, a D tier, we would just say it's not an auto-include, but it is fun to play. And an E tier is essentially us saying, screw you, do not play. So um, these are an example of kind of how I, I broke these down. Um, so essentially... What we're going to do is we're going to take the Google Sheet that I created and we're going to say, um, put whoever ranks it. We'll put a pilot name, the faction it goes in, and then we're going to give it a E through S rating throughout all the different scenarios. Then what it does is it has between a 0 and a 5 point um, build. So if it's S tier, it's 5 points. If it's E tier, it's 0 points. And then what it does is it gives you a total score. <laughs> And then it's going to give you a ranking between with, with some of the sub-step levels in between. And then I'm going to do an average ranking, right? And then kind of rank it based on an average. And say, do these two match? If they do not, why not? So I've talked a lot. Any questions from Alex or from JJ before we begin into this?
1: Oh, I think it makes
2: sense. Yeah, pretty easy.
0: All right. Well, I felt I felt like I spent a lot of time talking, put a lot of effort into that for you both to just say, "Oh, it's easy, you know, no problem." Well, that's
1: just how well you did it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all
0: right, it's a testament. All right, we'll 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 way. go there. Um, so the first thing that we're gonna do is, so I will bring up our actual sheet, and I think this is the actual sheet for it, and we will go ahead and we're gonna get rid of all of these. And we will put in. So we're going to put Alex, JJ, and Tanner. And what we're all, we're going to do is we're going to rank each of the different pilots. So, um, I should I should have put uh the chassis, but I did not do that because I was not that smart ahead of time. So I'm going to type it in here, and I'll I'll go back and fix it later. So we're going to do oddball in the Y wing. That was the first pilot that Alex gave us. Did I lose you? Sorry. Can you repeat that?
1: Oh, uh, Oddball, I think, is just a, a pilot that's a good example of he's not particularly good in anything. And he's kind of really janky, but if you build something around him, he can actually be pretty strong. So he's kind of like a weird. He's not like amazing. He's probably C tier in pretty much every category. Um, but like if you do it right, he can actually hit above his weight. Um, he's four points, which is, I think a. A good spot for him. His loadout should be like maybe one point more so I can get dedicated on him instead of tier one, oh, but you know. No. That's fine. No. <laughs> I like my oddballs, okay? They're they're fantastic. <laughs>
0: All right. JJ, will you go ahead and bring Y Wing oddball up in the Yasby thing? All that right. way we can just have it um. You can delete that other. There you All go. Right. So good, we're going to put Oddball right here on the screen. Or right over here, wherever the cursor decides it will not stop moving it. All right. Okay, so let's rank it per scenario. So Alex, you are going to give it a solid ranking across every scenario? Pretty much. I mean, like Assault,
1: he's just a not particularly maneuverable small base ship. So that seems about average to me, right, for Assault. So that'd be like C tier
0: okay
2: um i i would give him a little bit more than that i would actually make him a solid B. the reason why i would give him a solid B is that even though he is a y-wing it's still a initiative five y-wing that has the potential to be double modded with the correct loadout um, and it can um it does have a lot of health uh, between shields and um between shields and hole that it can survive a couple of hits and still uh, possibly initiative kill something that's lower than initiative five, especially if it's carrying like torpedoes. Um, so I think that this is probably a, a pretty good solid B, um, especially coming in at four points. It's a, it's a great option.
0: Yep. So I would agree. I'm going to get for this scenario. I would say um, I would agree with JJ and say B. So how about in chance? Are you gonna go with the same thing, Alex? A C in chance, or do you feel uh, he does better in chance? Than... I think he
1: does better in chance. I give him a B, okay, because um, he's kind of a pain to half health. Like he has eight, you have to, he has to take four damage. He mitigates crits just naturally, and if you do have him, he's two points. I mean, he's only a four point chip, so he's just kind of a pain. Yeah. And with uh he has fifteen points at loadouts, so whatever torpedo you put on him, probably like. Uh, either proton torpedoes or ion torpedoes that can either hit really well or control something and being an i-5 with the ion torps, you can actually break locks at other i-5s if you move and shoot first so that's pretty big
0: all right jj
2: how about you same thing yeah very uh agree heavily there too um just getting only two points for all the work they have to put into actually having um, or getting to half points on Oddball um, is really good, and he can punch really hard with Torps or be a really good control piece with Ions. Uh, he is a very underutilized ship for the Republic. I think that he's a solid B. All
0: right. How about in Salvage? Does he want to pick a crate up?
1: He, he can pick up a crate because he's only repositioned as a barrel roll. but unfortunately the barrel roll is a red maneuver so you can actually get target locks if you barrel roll yeah he's also an i5 and i have arc dodged an embarrassing amount of boba fett's with oddball by barrel rolling (laughs) but i do use him a lot to pick up crates so he's probably like a c for me i mean he's just average he's he's not a very particularly fast ship and although he does have internal crit mitigation he still only has one agility. So if you have more than one crit or if they re-roll into a crit or if they have advanced targeting computer, which a ton of invaders have right now, they're still going to take the crit.
0: All right. yeah. How about about you, JJ? What do you say?
2: Yeah, I think this is not one of his stronger points. Yes. He has that auto crit mitigation for a single crit um, for, um, for the chassis ability. But I think he's better at having the potential to knock somebody's crate off with like a, a like a torpedo, a proton torp, um, rather than actually holding on to salvage. So you kind of want to get points or like hold on to points and salvage to, you know, constantly get those um, those objective points to skew in your favor rather than try to chase points. Uh, so for that, I think he he falls to sea. All
0: right. I'm going to give him a D in salvage. I th- I'm going to go even worse as in I would say I really don't think salvage... He 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 contributes to salvage almost at all, I- individually. I think you can pick other crates up in salvage, right? And this is kind of where this gets muddy because you could technically use him to not have to pick up a crate. But I think if we looked at that scenario overall, overall I think he ranks out of everything in Republic. Like, I think the lad is... The only one I would say is worse than salvage. Um, and and that's just because the lat... I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a D and going on from there. So how about scramble?
1: Well, the, the weird thing for salvage in Republic is there's not a lot of ships that you like,
0: want to pick That up crates with.
1: Up <laughs> crates. Yeah, It's like your arcs <laughs> or your lats, maybe some Z-95. So it's not like it's... You don't have a lot of options there.
0: How about uh, scramble?
1: Scramble. Um, he is an I-5, which is good for taking back a satellite if they capture it early on. Uh, but he, I mean, actions, he's not like he's self-sufficient. To, like, you'd have to give him another action somehow. So it's probably just like a solid C. I mean, the I-5 is bonus points, but that's that's about it. I think he's just straight average in that.
2: All right, JJ? Yeah. I, I agree. Um, even with the loadout that he has for like a gunner, um, I mean, the only thing I can think of is a Soka gunner, but that's going to take away his ability to perform an action. Um, the only thing he has going for him is going to be just the i5 to, to unscramble an objective. Um, so, and beyond that, it, he's pretty average, if not below average, because it actually takes away his, um, it, it takes away from his his ability to uh, get that red target lock. If he needs to uh, either going through the red barrel roll, what you're going to need to do the action. So I think that he probably falls to the C as well on this one.
0: All right. So I gave him a C ranking similar uh, reasons. Uh, So essentially if we take the total score, he ranks between a C and a C minus. And if we look at kind of on an average, he comes in at a C plus to a B minus. So, Alex, you chose a ship for your list that you ranked lower than JJ. Look at that—not by much, but by
2: a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty close.
1: He's got some intangibles in there that's not represented off of these that I think is pretty important, though. Yeah, that that bump into the red focus, into the target lock of whatever ship you bumped into, or any other ship past that that you happen to bullseye, is super, super good. But but I, think I, I do
2: have a question. I do have yep. a question on that though, specifically. So, do, when you fly that oddball, do you intentionally go for that focus bump, or is it just it happens naturally as a result of like you know after the initial scrum?
1: A lot of it kind of depends on where my other ships are, because I I run a list with a lot of Saint Council stuff, but I do try to intentionally bump him a lot, okay? Because it lessens the amount of attacks coming in. And if he already got off both of his proton torpedoes or if he doesn't have a good shot with that, it's still... Uh, I can shoot range zero, pass off that target lock somewhere else that's useful. So it, it it really depends. A lot of the time, I just intentionally ram into people. And I'm very hurt yeah. by AMG that they lowered R4, or that they bumped up R4 to three points because yeah. that, that really hurt <laughs> I mean. a lot because their blues are only one-two straight. It's not like it's... Clearing a lot.
0: I'm happy yeah. they did so you cannot continue to bump focus for Christ's sake. So good. I hated it. I hated when you did it to me. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm happy I got a. Bu- oh, oh, you get a. Mm, all right. Thanks. Yep. Yep. You get a pass your target lock off. Oh, F you. It's a good oh, thing boy. I got rid of your Obi Wan <laughs> right away. That's all that I'm saying.
1: Remarkably inappropriate on your behalf. Shouldn't have I'm died for obstructed say. to grievous. Hey, <laughs>
0: he only had one health left. So let's be fair. Grievous can do work. So, all right, JJ, you get the next pilot. What pilot would you like to talk about?
2: Uh, let's see. Let's go with the rebellion. Actually, um, I want to take a look at Thane Kyrell um, in the T-65 X-Wing, and I'll actually pull up his card here. All right, so there we go. So Thane, um, if you're not familiar with him, he's an I-5 I- poly here for the Rebellion. All
0: right, go ahead, JJ.
2: He reads, while you perform an attack... may spend a focus hit or crit result to look at the defender's face down damage cards choose one and expose it he is four points uh currently right now for the the t65 x-wing uh for uh the rebels i think this is a very underutilized pilot um i know that he probably is more like a filler right now for the um for the Rebellion, uh, just being that I-5 that can uh, probably do some work there, has space for, like a plasma torpedo on here. Um, But his ability is actually something that worked really, really well as a control piece, especially when you're attacking um, high health ships, uh, like your Fire Sprays or your Decimators or your YV-666, being able to spend that result, especially if you have no focus token um, to spend a focus to flip one of those um, those cards face up is huge. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been able to um, to...
0: Oh no, I think we lost JJ's to his internet.
2: Ah, Did you lose me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So yeah, so um so just having that ability to being able to flip open uh flip over like a uh, a direct hit or structural damage before damage uh the defense lies are rolled is um is really, really strong.
0: All right. So Alex, we'll start with you. What is your what do you feel your ranking is in assault? So or- three you could give it to all four if you want and just give me each one of them and a little bit about it too. That's fine. Well,
1: so Thane is five points in, uh, the cost. And I think that's like why he's so underplayed because you have other five point X-Wing ships in there. Or if you're going to bring a four point X-Wing, you we saw that with the Vader thing, you know, you, cut out a point, it offers up other possibilities that are pretty strong. And it's hard to justify taking Thane over, like, West Jansen, who I like a lot. But, uh, in Assault, I mean, he is a pain. He is a five. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's still a T-65. Like, he's still a T-65. Like, he's a solid ship. And I-5, uh, I'd say B for assault. I think that's a pretty solid same with Chance. I would probably say Zabi as well. Just cuz he has 14 points of up, that's pretty generous and ability that's not not bad. There's been many a times where there no. one of my buddies would play Thane all the time and he'd flip over like a fuel leak shooting a proton torpedo and that was very very devastating. <laughs> Or just keep flipping over panic pilots after panic pilot.
0: That's the one I like.
1: (laughs) It's this that sucks so much.
2: Or Um, my my personal favorite was over the regulator, and then they engage and they have to break their lock or uh, do an eye maneuver after. Yeah, that's great. That's disgusting. disgusting.
1: And salvage, I I think I'd just give them a a C. That's pretty average, right? It's same thing for oddball. You know, they just have a barrel roll. They're kind of sturdy. And for scramble, he's an I-5. I give him a C. Pretty much the same as that ball.
0: I think that's uh-huh. Yeah. All right. JJ, what about you?
2: Uh, for assaults, I think um, he's th- just a little bit higher than average, just because that value allows him to be that I-5 that can potentially get an alpha striker um, and still control a, uh, a location. So I think that uh, he's definitely a B for assault. Um, In chance engagement, you have him. You're only getting two points, three if you manage to kill him, but it's still T65. That's going to be hard to take off the board. Um, Definitely giving him a B for that there. Salvage is tricky. Um, Yes, he can take torpedoes that can help him hunt, but again, we're running to the same situation like Y-Wing Oddball where he innately is not going to... Uh, be effective um, when carrying a cargo crate because he has no way to mitigate or reposition and stuff. Uh, So I'm giving him a C for that. Um, In Scramble, however, I think that's where he shines because he can still take his action to scramble something, and if he uh, happens to roll a focus against a ship that has damage, he can flip that up easily. You're not going to be spending that focus or be able to convert that focus anyway. Um so his ability actually shines there uh for, for taking the action to scramble and then using his ability to potentially flip something. So I'll actually give him a B for that.
0: All right. So for me, I think the the I think when we I go back and look at my rankings and I say, is he good at, you know, two of the three scenario or two out of the four scenarios, is he gonna be taken um <coughs> in fifty percent of more of lists? Um, Is he considered to be better than 50% of the other pilots? I actually rate him very low, right? And I think it's because you have to spend the result to be able to use his ability, so it's a little bit more niche, and only works once you go through it. On the opposite side, he has the ability to uh, be a deterrent, so if you don't kill Thane and you leave Thane until the end, um... You now are going to be 100% at risk of his ability just going off all the time, especially if he knows what you have. Like, if you take a a panic pilot or disabled regulator, he already knows that. And depending on how many cards you have, um, he can be uh, very aggressive about it. So, for me, like, to me, an assault, I'm going to give him a C. I I don't think he's, I just don't see him being taken over a lot of the other um, pilots. I would give him a B for for chance. For salvage, I would actually give him a D because I do not think he, he contributes to salvage in any way, shape, or form. And I will give him a C for scramble. Um, while, again, I get his ability works very well, I really just genuinely do not think that this pilot... I do not think this is one of those pilots that's over or underrated. How about that, um, personally? So it looks like the two of you are closer in agreement. I feel he's uh, between a D plus and a C, and you guys feel that he's between like a C and a B minus. Yeah,
2: yeah that sounds about right. That sounds fair.
0: All right, I like my ranking better. <laughs> I think, how about this, my ranking seems to be a little bit more fair across the board for who's taking him. I haven't seen JJ put Thane in a damn list to save his life. so just saying
2: he's he's taking me to a top table in in a regional event wait what 1.0 he's good 1.0 early Uh, 2.0 no 2.0 2.0 yeah Uh uh-huh
0: all right does that mean i get to pick a pilot or do we let the
2: guest pick a second pilot you do it man you You sure
0: you know we could let the guest pick another pilot. we do both (laughs) we probably could do both we could do as many as we want um you can go ahead and kill Thane on the screen jj all right um I don't know do i have to pick something outside of separatists like technically i probably, yes. probably should right so yes. all right so i'm gonna pick something outside of Separatist. um man you guys are oh i'm gonna pick afra how about that am i allowed to do that
2: yes i actually wanted you to do that
0: <laughs> all right well okay cool <laughs> so for me afra comes in with six points Right. And then Aphra has twenty-two loadout. Is that what it is, JJ? It's twenty-two loadout, I uh, think. Right. Yeah, it's
1: twenty-two. It's a disgusting amount.
0: Yes. Yeah, so Ephra has an insanely high loadout. The only thing I think Aphra doesn't have is uh what a talent slot. Ephra does not come in with a talent slot. I think that's the one slot that they're missing, correct?
2: Correct. But it has two of yeah, these. Right terrifying
0: and as also yes. does not show up in yasby so okay um so for me when i look at Afra, i look at when we talk about six point chips and scum i feel afra is a heavy contender her negatives right are that she's an i3 she doesn't have a talent positives are she has 22 loadout <laughs> and she is um she has a really fun ability that basically says if you are not stressed we will stress you that is how that works And based on some of the other upgrades, the pilot or not, the crew cards she could take and the gunners she could take, she can be a stress monster inside of Scum. Um, When I look at overall and I say, hey, between her and um, Dengar, you know, I sit there and say, well, there's a whole one point difference. And I, I feel in Scum that one point is actually a million times more precious than the majority of other factions. And that's because, in my opinion, Scum is the worst balanced faction in X-Wing right now. Just hands down. And I understand why it is. Scum is a very hard faction, I think, to balance. Um, But I feel that that is partially why it is. So, when we talk about where she falls, am I going to take her in, you know, like, over 90% of lists? Uh, Probably not. I'm probably going to take Boba. That's where Boba falls, right? You know? Is she an A tier? Uh, am I going to take her in 70% of the list? Like right now, personally, based on all the other loadout and what surrounds her, I feel in Assault, she's an easy A. I feel if that was the only scenario that we were playing, hands down, I would be taking Afra all the time, especially because of Key exists and because of Key can just say, here, keep your reinforced token. And then now you get to be modded or. You could take Overtune Modulators and Contraband and keep your Reinforced. So, oh, I'm going to stop Reinforce and and I'm going to have Calculates and I only got one Agility anyway, so if you, I don't use all my Calculates, what do I care? Oh, I could take Zam. I could take Zam on her and, and I like still have 11 points. This is insane. That's just crazy to me. So to me, with Assault, the way that the scenarios work, you could set your little triangle up and you can guarantee that she can capture two points at minimum for three turns in a row. Um, I would yeah. dare say if you do it correctly, you could actually capture nine points with her for three turns if you do it correctly. Um with chance, I am very um negative about that. I feel in chance um that she has a very she struggles a lot harder, but she's only six points. So if when you half point her, I really feel that it's you're getting three points and you're investing a lot of effort into it, especially with my ability to take calculates and take reinforce. So for the half points piece of it, I think in chance she's um, a B. I will give her a D though in salvage because, because there's no way you're you should be picking a crate up and I don't feel scum has enough ability. To circum like to surround everything um, with her, so I, I have a harder time. I think with with her in Salvage, um, but again in Scramble, I'm gonna go back and say it's it, like to me it's an easy B um, for the pure fact that I feel she excels um, at being able to over modulate stop Scramble and still get shot. Um, I don't know. So that's my take. Alex, you're you're up next.
1: So scum's kind of weird. As he said, it's not terribly really bad. It's hard to just get a six point ship in Scum when a lot of the seven point ones are really good, and a lot of the math when you're building list doesn't allow for like six point ships. It's kind of strange. And she has to contend with things like Han Solo and like Q9. But I don't I don't think she's a bad pickup at all. Uh, she isn't actually a fair amount. It's like eight scum lists in Kyber right now out of the 43. So it'd be interesting to see how those do. Um, for assault, yeah, I, I'd probably give her an A just cause she has a large base ship. She does have a stop. Uh, and she's got that 180 degree arc coverage, which is pretty important in, uh, a lot of the scenarios. I give her a B in chance. She has a YV. She can hit. She does... Have the ability to get a lot of mods especially if you have something like zam on her she can do a lot uh, my only thing is that why these under concentrated fire they can die pretty fast uh salvage yeah i'll i'll say she's a d because she is a large base ship and is easy to target one agility it's like a d minus almost i don't know
0: <laughs> we're gonna say d you can say d or e you don't get the I know, minus. I know. Sorry
1: why so I said I started off with a D. I'll keep the D. All right. And Scramble, Um, I'll give her a C. I think um, she's an I-3, right? So she, she can get uh, the satellite stolen out from her higher initiative pilots. Uh, a little bit risky, though, because of the 180-degree arc. And just because she's... If you don't have something like Overtuned, or if you already used it, she doesn't have extra actions or things like that to mitigate the action she's taking for scramble and also being six points as a big of your list. So you probably don't have a lot of other ships for scramble.
2: Yeah. All right, JJ. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with a lot of what you're saying about her. Um, she does have the a high ceiling for potential for being that control piece in there, especially when you consider all the different crew slots they have on there. Um, so for Salt being a big base ship that has a 180 degree arc, I think that Afra is actually a very solid A at initiative three when you're attacking. Most of the time, the ships that you're you're choosing as your target don't have mods. Um, so initiative three being able to have um, that that potential for attacking somebody and still controlling those uh, those, I think she's actually an A for that. When it comes down to salvage. Uh, <laughs> that's a little tough um I I definitely think she suffers there she doesn't I mean you c- could potentially have BT one gunner to help give that crit and shoot at initiative three and potentially knock that crate out at I three um but as far as contributing for it you're our one agility ship and you're most likely using your action to uh get a reinforce or uh or extra mods for offense Um, so you definitely probably not the best crate carrier, um, needs extra help to, to really be effective that way. So I say that that's probably a D, um, when it comes to chance engagement, again, big base ship, um, being able to control the pieces in there and still maintain its value for its points. Um, I'd say it's a solid B there. And then for scramble, um, contraband cybernetics um or a, a coordinator it definitely helps this ship a lot but of course the ranking is just for what the ship can do by itself um i think the ability to have uh the ability to carry um uh both contraband cybernetics as well as um as uh, uh, job of the hut uh crew to keep those those uh, contraband cybernetic charges uh you, round you can't do round that doesn't work like that
1: anymore they ratted contraband so you can't recharge it
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. Um, I'm thinking Babu Frick, not Contraband. Yes, sorry. there you go. Um, but yeah, con- uh, Babu Frick and, uh, and Jabba the Hutt on the same ship to be able to do that over and over. Uh, it's really solid and it pretty much gets around the need for that extra coordinating ship to help get that, um, that there. So I'd say that it's a solid B for Scramble.
0: All right. So we all came in with basically C plus to B minus. So uh, I think we're all pretty similar on those. All right. So I like I like this. Can we keep going with this, JJ? I don't know. I really I'm enjoying this quite a bit.
2: Sure. We can we can make this our main segment for today. Sure. I,
0: I've I've I enjoy this. I don't know. Alex, are you enjoying this? Yeah. Is this well, something love you're stuff enjoying? I like this. This is okay. incredible. Yeah, I do too. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're we're gonna keep going with this, and we'll kind of go uh, based on time and see how much time we have left. Um, I, I if we if we don't get to our other series, I apologize. <laughs> I I do this all the time. That it, <laughs> you, if you listen, to, if you're new to the show, accept my apology is sincere. If you've been here for a while, you should know this is a habit of Tanner's. and Marvelous. Um, <laughs> um I've I've done I've done this more times than that. So, but we'll see. Depending on how long we want to go to tonight, we'll depend on on that. But I'm really having fun. I really enjoy this. Um, piece of it. So uh, the next one that we're going to cover is submitted by Alex. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We're doing Obi-Wan. And is it Delta 7?
1: Yeah, I must have for pretty much every Republic list.
0: Uh, so not the B version.
1: Yep, good old CLT Obi.
0: All right. Go ahead and Let's start breaking it down. Go ahead, Alex. You get you get this one. This one's yours. So,
1: <laughs> uh, I think he's fantastic for assault. For as much as like a small base can be, just because he can do the double reposition to get into range for the assault, or just a reposition and a focus action is pretty huge. And with his ability, he has like four focuses. If he even gets shot that much, you know. So I think for assault, that's pretty strong. I give him an A. For chance, it kind of depends on how you build it out. But he he can hit really, really hard if you're good at lining up the CLT shots. He hits harder if you have a Seventh Fleet Gunner, because that's just up rocket, essentially. And uh, just again, with the regenerating force to regenerate all the focus tokens. It's very, very good. He's still three agility behind a force. If you're getting shot at, you can just take the purple evade. You got two other force behind it. And if you half him, you get two points. So I'm going to go probably with an A as well for chance. Only because if you don't have him bullseyed, you might not get a lot of uh, damage out of him. So be... A for Assault, A for Chance. In Salvage, he is absolutely terrible. You do not want to pick up a crate with (laughs) Obi-Wan. It defeats the entire purpose of the chassis ability. And it's just just tragic. Um, I have picked up crates with Aether Sprites before. I've had one Salvage game where only I scored points off crates on Aether Sprites. I would not recommend that. So probably a D. Okay. And uh, the last one, uh, uh, not assault the uh, satellite. Scramble that was called scrambled. Yes, I I play this game. Um, I. They're they're Jedi. They can reposition into scramble, and then do that action, and you could do that action and still have force left. I think it would be an S tier and that kind of stuff. He is an I five. So the only thing taken out all other one is same initiative. I five or higher. And if you do that, I mean, so be it. I think he's an S tier in, in scramble.
0: All right. JJ will give you next bid. How about that? And JJ disappeared. So it's <laughs> going to be me the next bid. Uh, all right. So I will um I will agree with you on salt. I feel A tier is easy, is easy peasy. Um I feel the same thing with chance. Um I think a chance for the most part he's not really losing a lot of, of stuff and he's he's only worth what the you know the five points or whatever is it, so it's kind of inconsequential, I guess to me. Um, I'll be actually a little bit more, um, I will be a little bit more gracious, uh, than you were. I will say even in salvage, I think he's a C. I think he can pick up a crate in his ability if that's what he wants to do. Um, I have seen an OB pick up a crate at the end of the game and run away, uh, pick up a crate in five straight and pick up a crate and, you know, like too hard and just, Basically you have three force. Um and then I will also give him an S tier in Scramble. I agree with you. I, I really think he's I think overall he's just a huge. he's just one of the best pilots for for the value. Um at five points.
2: Yeah, I do have to agree with that. Um, for me, uh, in assaults and chance, Obi One is an A. Um, to whether he is just using the Force for himself uh, to defend himself or to keep focuses on himself, he is a very very solid uh, piece. Of the CLT um, upgrade for for this chassis uh, pairs very very well with Obi One because that pretty much adds on that additional hit. Uh, for you to to get in when you're uh, when you get that bullseye lined up very well, and especially when you add in the reposition, they can add linked into your your focus action. Uh, very very strong for assault and chance there. Uh, salvage. I actually think he is worth a B, and the reason being for it is that um, he's one of the very few pilots that has three force, um, so he can be an elusive. Uh, crate Carrier, um, yeah, he he loses that reposition ability, but he still always has those mods to help him defensively um, with three agility as well. Um, if you manage to spend a force to get an evade token um, with two force left over, that still makes him a very, very hard target uh, to, to pin down with salvage uh, to get those crates off. And then you have to worry about the rest of the list as well, right? Coming uh, after you for um, chasing down Obi-Wan there. And then in Scramble, again, he's top tier. Um, I, I would definitely say uh, uh, S tier as well. Um, being able to uh, get the reposition and do the Scramble action and still have 3 force, uh or 2 force, I should say, um, is very, very solid. Very, very few ships can do that. And for five points, solid. Very good.
0: All right. So your Assault and your chance were A's? Yes. All right.
1: I'd also like to point out that I use this ability a lot as like a support piece, which is probably a little counterintuitive to how a lot of people play Obi-Wan. But if you have uh, something with like a procket, you can still spend your focus on defense and just regenerate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, the arcs like Jag and Wolf, they can spend their locks or whatever, spend the focus on offense, and then still have it for defense. You can regenerate that back or due to some sort of weird born for the shenanigans, you can just spawn a focus token on someone, which is hilarious because you spend their focus token as if they were spending it for born for this. So you like transfer a a token over with Obi-Wan. It's really janky, but it's super cool.
0: Yeah. All right. So he, he comes in, uh, essentially between, uh, a minus and an a, so he's, he's, that's, that's pretty solid. I think that's pretty solid ranking. Him, JJ, what's your next pilot? And oh, all, all right, right, so hold on a second. So I'm going to stop it just real quick, just because I can do this. If you are watching or listening to this and you would like to contribute and give your your pilot, and if you want to give a ranking for each of them, you can do that. Since we've given all the parameters for this, what I would re- expect is that you go, hey, um, post it in our Discord, put the pilot. Make sure you give us a ship. Just in case they have multiple chassis. Um, give me the pilot and the ship chassis, and then give me your rankings for all of them and we'll cover them. We'll add your name to the dock. You can join in and be a part of this whole um huff uh, of huff of baloo, and maybe it's something, maybe this will get published. Who know, you know, who knows? Maybe people will like it that much. I don't know. Um, all right. Anyway, but if you do want to be part of future segments where we don't spend 40 minutes doing this and we only do one or two an episode submit them and we'll 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 add them to our um, we'll add them to our docket for ones that we'll cover in future episodes JJ you're next what's your pilot of choice
2: so I'm now I'm going over to the Galactic Empire I'm going for one of the new pilots that we got in the Hotshots and Aces 2 pack it is Magna Tolvin and the TIE Fighter uh, unfortunately not on Yasby uh, the overlay right now Um, But if you're not familiar with that particular pilot, um, it is an Initiative 3 pilot, uh, TIE Fighter. The ability reads, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you can perform white actions even while stressed. After you gain a stress token, you may perform a white action if able. Um, This has been a ship that I've been experimenting with recently um, in my Empire list. It is very, very good. Um, just the action f- efficiency for this particular ship is fantastic, um, especially when you add in um, squad leader. Um, it is a great ship uh, to help coordinate your list, and um, and it it's a it's a very solid piece for objective grabbing as well. Now for assault, um, you have to you have to basically load out that particular ship in order to make it offensive. Um, It does have enough points to have squad leader and like HLC, for instance. And if you're able to line that up, it can be a four die attack. Um, However, at initiative three, that is a little harder to do unless you're doing it against a medium or large base. Um, I I would give it a C for that um, because it doesn't contribute other than just going in and just try to grab something. Um, It's there mostly to give the rest of your ship actions um, and it could still grab a token itself. Um, Not that much better uh but when it comes to chance engagement um you have points to the ship um you're getting one point in return and you're probably giving everybody else around you um actions that it's going to need to take out ships it's very very solid i would actually probably give it a uh, uh i'm teetering on an a but i want to say a b just because it's still too die gun uh for salvage this is an a easy Um, it may be even us because you can grab us you can coordinate somebody with squad leader and then perform the white action to grab a crate Um, so that is excellent it's really great same thing with salvage
0: are you sure you can do that
2: I I don't it is a white action
0: but it's not on your action bar you can only perform the scenario actions
2: Right. So you're, during your activation phase, you can, you can use squad leader to coordinate a separate ship, right? They can do a, like a focus or evade or barrel. Roll. And then after you perform that, you're allowed to perform a white action with bang ability, which the scenario action is a white action. So you can scramble off of that. Same thing with salvage or sorry, scramble, not salvage.
0: Hmm. All right. I think I think somebody should challenge that. I want to hear AMG's ruling on that. You should post that yeah. in the AMG thing, JJ, just to make sure. That'd be yeah. that's interesting. I I did not know you could do that.
2: Yeah. And as right. he, um adding in saying, uh, "S tier and salvage if you could take the breck gambit instead of squad leader." That's actually really good, really spicy. I like that.
0: All right. So, what is your overall? You, you what did you have in assault, JJ?
2: Assault, uh, I had it as C. Um, Chance, I had it as B, and then salvage and scramble as A. All
0: right, Alex.
1: Oh man. Okay. So I love this Tie Fighter. Magna is super, super cool. The fact that you can do something like a four K and get like a focus of aid is incredible to me. I love that. Uh, for assault. <laughs> I mean, you're probably running squad leader in HLC. If you can line up the HLC shots, she's really good. I think I would go with a B, only because you're facilitating other parts of your list to do better in assault. Like, you can do a squad leader to give someone a reposition to get into the assault area, or do it to, like, art dodge something. So I would say a B, just because she can contribute more than... to to her team than just necessarily just being by an objective and taking like an evade action, which she can do. She just also gives someone else an action, which is is awesome. Uh, For chance, I mean, it's it's the same logic. I'd I'd say it be, you do facilitate other things in your list. You do have the problem kind of like with uh, Night Beast, where it's like, well, now she's like focus evaded if she did like a a 4k or something, or ran through a debris. And if you half-health her, she's one point. (laughs) And that's just sad. Uh, For Salvage, I believe she would be an A. I mean, just when you have that crate, you can coordinate someone, get an evade action. You can do the 4k with the crate, or the 3k with the crate, and still get a focus evade. Stays in the battle pretty well. And uh, scramble. I mean, she's a three, so when you do take that action, there's a good chance that other people can go over it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like an an A tier, but I say the B, just because she can do the coordinate shenanigans and all that kind of stuff. I think mean, she's a very solid piece. It just sucks that there's other three point tie fighters that you'd probably take over her.
0: All right, how about for chance? What'd you have at chance?
1: I believe that was a B as well.
0: All right. Um, so for me, I feel she's actually more of an A for assault. And I say that because I feel that her ability, because all you have to do is be by the objectives. You coordinate at range up to range two, right? So she has the ability to, to just stay around an objective and then hop to the next one. So, um, again, I get, other big bay ships could counter her but if you just look at her in a solid little form that's kind of where i see uh, her being i also would give her an a in chance because she's worth three points if you really want to invest your life into killing her merry christmas go ahead it's not as it's to me like an Iden is better at chance but Iden just cancels a whole round of damage and it kind of like countdown does. So it, I don't know. Um, I would actually be less forgiving on salvage. I actually would give her a C in salvage, uh, for purely for the pack fact of you only get the three green dice. You cannot be focus evaded with her. You can only either be evaded or focus. So you don't have that double mod. If you pick up that crate, you could pick up the crate, but you could also, you're going to lose it. Um, And that's kind of how I see that. Um, Whereas I would go back to Scramble and say, I feel she's an A. Um, I will take Desi. I I, I will say, if we look at um, Salvage and if you take the Breed Gambit, would it change our opinion a little bit? Um, What is the Breed Gambit coming at? Uh
2: six, uh, six, two? Points. Also six yeah. points yeah so the the reason why he's mentioning debris gambit for salvage is that if you're if you're not at range one of debris you can take a red focus which will now give you a stress to help you perform a focus so now your focus evaded while you have a salvage crate so that's, I that's gotcha. the combo there. yeah
0: so i guess in that niche scenario i would i would rate it higher in salvage then um but i feel that 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 ship just dies to some extent salvage but outside of that i feel that ship is really good um i will say if that ship had two more loadout or better slots it would be a little bit different of a conversation um i feel that ship if you give that ship two to four more points of loadout you make that um pretty much an s tier ship if you get rid of the stupid cannon and give her a missile slot (laughs) instead um, I would immediately say, um, I would immediately say that cause you could take, you would need, yeah, see, you would need one more point of loadout and a missile slot and you could take clusters, you could take, um, you know, uh, magpults, you could take all these other things. Uh, and that's where I think she would shine, uh, into that S tier, uh, from there. So. All right. Should we do? Uh, well, let's do at least one more ship, shall we? What faction? I'll tell you what. I will pick the ship. You, the two of you, have to come up with a faction for me to pick the ship out of. How about one we haven't gone? One faction we haven't done yet. First order. Yeah, or okay. Resistance. Your choice. No, you guys have to. You have to be in unison. Which ones you want? I'm only doing. F-O for one. me. Huh? Do F.O. F.O. Solid. All right. So let's do F.O. Oh, sh- uh, you know what? My favorite ship, NFO, is the BA, and I'm gonna pick Ember. I'm gonna pick Ember. So can can you bring Ember up on the screen? Maybe, maybe he can. Maybe he can't. He might not know how to do that. It's weird. It might I be too late in the night him. for him to be able to do that.
1: I just made a list with Ember I got earlier it. today. All right, I'm thinking about <laughs> it. so.
0: Ember has Ember comes in at four squad points. Ember is an I four. Ember has seven loadout points, uh, which I don't like. I think it's a very low, um, a low churn out there. Um, that's Obi one, not Ember. What?
2: Close. No.
0: That's there it. you go. Now I got it. You had Obi wan on there for a second.
2: That's right.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Ember has two talents, one tech, one missile, and one mod slot. So for me, Ember, I don't know. Ember is kind of the quintessential, I don't know. It's the first pilot I ever loved in First Order um, once I bought BAs. I love BAs. I used to run Kylo Silencer with three BAs. And I think you had, what, like, three or four points you could play with (laughs) that was (laughs) it but that was fun I own four BAs. (laughs) I don't know why but I do I own four BAs I don't know if it's just the style of the ship um the colors I don't know I just to me like I really need to get rid of some of my hero stuff because I just love flying this ship um so ember essentially is while you perform an attack if there is a damage ship friendly to the defender at range zero to one of the defender the defender cannot spend focus or calculate tokens for me ember being four point or you know only four points you can trade her um easily in my opinion and get extreme extreme value out of her um So for me, I give her an a, an assault. I feel Ember has the ability to go into assault. Um, she's going to take that. She's always going to have actions. She can move from one objective to another objective without almost any issues and can continually get you, uh, those points in objectives. Now for chance, I think it kind of depends a little bit on your loadout, right? Um, for me, I'm probably putting pattern analyzer on her. Um, I really like pattern analyzer on her. Uh, but there's a lot of other things you can put advanced optics. Um, prime thrusters is really good. She has two talent slots, so you can be very defensive and put like an elusive and a proud tradition on her. I mean, there's just I she has so many amazing things you can you can do with that. Um you could really be Pushy and take a target synchronizer if you wanted, and and in there with it, that seems a little silly. But you you could do that. Um, but precision ions, um, I don't think yeah, precision ions doesn't do anything for her. If I remember right, yeah, you you wouldn't take that. Um, but anyway, so for me in chance, uh, because you cannot buy a shield upgrade anymore, um, for me in chance, she's really a C. Uh, she's a good trade piece, but. It's really hard to to not lose her to concentrated fire, um. So her ability will not, um, get off yet. All right, we'll do. We'll De- Deslin. will do Grievous next. That's fine. Uh, we'll do <laughs> Grievous. We'll do Grievous for you and Greg. Um, in Salvage, <laughs> I give her a D because <laughs> she is not picking up a crate ever, um, unless she's running away. Um, and I'll be honest with you, that's a, that's a decent strategy, right? You could pick up a crate and run away. She is very fast. Alright, I just talked myself into a C with her. Um, <laughs> uh, at four points, I think that's pretty good. It's not as good as a two or three points high fighter, um, but she does have a little bit more survivability once she gets that crate and can run away with it. And with Scramble, I'm giving her a B uh, for the pure fact that um, she can still take that action. Um, She can execute her maneuver to get her target locked for the deplete or a strain for the barrel roll. Um, She can do those different things before she actually has to take the scramble action. Um, And because it's not a stress, you can still coordinate her. At an I-4, you can still coordinate, so you can still use Gideon or Malaris at an I-5. I guess you can use Terex if you really want to be uh oh. silly about it um but you could use a Zai shuttle to coordinate her as well and she could pick up or she could scramble that and in an i4 i feel that's actually pretty decent because at an i4 if you're going to come in and as a five or a six you're now relying on only native mods once you scramble for the most part um so there you go so that, that's where i rate ember jj you're next
2: yeah, definitely. Ember is a, a very solid ship. Just the chassis itself, I agree with you. The BA Interceptor is just fantastic for just being able to take that strain to deplete depending on the situation uh, to get that barrel or target lock action. Uh, for Assault and Chance, I think Ember is a solid B. Uh, the reason why I didn't put it at an A is because, again, that loadout is just holding Ember back. Um, having a higher loadout will be probably more beneficial to get uh, better... Um, Uh, better loadout or sorry better upgrades on ember to make it more effective um you basically have to make a choice between like juke if you are really going to take advantage of ember's ability um oracle for like pattern analyzer fanatical uh for those those um those loops uh for uh salvage um it, it does suffer there um it does need to sacrifices reposition which ember really does want to do in order to arc dodge um it does only have four health um, however it still could do the um the target lock and do a salvage action to grab a crate if it does need to so that does put it up uh, more than the average fighter um, so i would actually give it here uh, i, I want to say a b but i think i think it's still a c honestly with that uh, for Scramble, um, excellent fighter. Uh, you can take that target lock or reposition into a Scramble action, uh, which makes it very, very effective. Um, and you just uh, basically suffer a deplete if you just want to make sure you don't get killed or uh, very easily. So I think that's actually a very uh, good offensive piece there for Scramble. I would give that an uh, actually an A.
0: Ooh, spicy. All right, Alex, you're next.
1: So I love Ember. Like as a four piece in FO, super good. It fits into a lot of things. You can do like Quick Draw, Phasma, Ember, D T and Scorch, for example, like as a list, which just seems terrifying. I, I like I like her a lot. I would actually give her an A for assault, but for the reverse reason that Tanner gave. Where you said that she can <laughs> run away and get other <laughs> objectives. I think it, she's really good because she could do the blue one hard and stay on the same objective. All right. That's fine. For assault. That that's because fine. That's one fair. hard barrel roll, get another action, one hard barrel roll, get another action, super good. And also in assault, you have you're more likely to have ships more clustered together, and that will trigger her ability a lot more. So I really like her in assault. So I'd definitely give her an A for that.
0: Okay. In
1: chance I'd still say a B because you can do a target lock focus if you're not getting shot at her ability may come into play. It's just it's just a solid three die, three agility ship, right? With the ability to evade and still have like a target lock or do a reposition and or double reposition, even. So I think it's pretty maneuverable. Salvage, yeah, I would probably say a C. Uh, just, I mean, you can put a crate. That's fine. You have an evade action. Uh, it just sucks that you can't use the the fine-tuned thrusters or whatever that is. Um, for the barrel roll, kind of gims the ship a little bit more than I like. And for scramble, I would give a B. I think being I-4 is solid, but it can't hurt it. Especially if someone's near you, you don't really want to... Are you going to take the deplete and then you're shooting three dice at range one? Or are you going to take the strain and you're getting hit really hard at range one if you're both by the scramble point? It's a little bit iffy on that. But at four points, you know, it's a really solid filler piece. I like her a lot.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. So we came out between a B minus and a B essentially you, you I, I I, i rated her lower, I guess, than you all did. Um, so there you go. So we're going to do grievous and we are going to do one more pot. Pi- I'm going to do resistance too. So JJ, will give, G- to, we'll give JJ the last resistance and Alex, I hope you can stick around for a few more minutes. I promise we'll be done before 11 o'clock. No, um, right. um, I know you like your beauty sleep and, yeah, but I've had fun. I don't know. I'm having fun tonight. I'm having a lot of fun tonight. This is... its very It feels therapeutic for me to some extent. How about that? Especially after losing with my Afflex, which I did not want to rate on here so that I would feel bad for the rest of the tournament. So we're not going to rate Aflac's, by the way, um, at all for the rest of the Kyber tournament. Maybe you'll yeah.
1: turn your luck around if you do rate nope. them.
0: Nope. 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 <laughs> all right. So I'm going to kick... I'm going to kick it off with Grievous. No, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to let, I'm going to go ahead and let Alex kick it off with Grievous. That's what I'm going to do. Um, since right. I always fly Separatists. So go um, ahead. When I Alex. fly
1: Separatists, <laughs> I put in Grievous.
0: No, <laughs> when you, when you have to fly against Separatists, which is all the time, mm-hmm. it's always against Grievous.
1: <laughs> um, is. Assault. Oh uh, man, I would say an A just because I don't think S tier is exactly where Grievous should be because there's certain positions he wants to you know, outmaneuvered, flanked people, so you generally might not be an objective around there when you are flanking like that. But you don't want to get flanked by him. <laughs> so even if you can probably sacrifice getting a point to just get a really good Grievous shot, which is disgusting. So I'd put A for Grievous on Assault. I would put Grievous as an S tier for chance, because I don't, I, I, I have no arguments why you wouldn't. You have what, like seven health? Seven right? health, yeah. Seven health. You get rerolls when they're flanking you. You hit. You harder. get
0: pervium plating. Blah yeah. blah blah. You
1: mitigate crits. You do. If you half health, Grievous, it's two points, which is like nothing for the amount of effort you have to put into killing Grievous. he's pound for pound one of the best ships period so uh, salvage honestly probably a C Um, that boost and barrel roll link into a focus maybe I play differently than you guys but I I use that a lot and I like that reposition although he does have that
0: (laughs) you're going two or three that's it Afterwards, or you're not taking an action. One of the two.
1: Yeah. And then um Scramble. Probably like a B. I mean, he still has his ability, so if you're flanking someone, you can still pick up the action. You know what? I'll give him a C, actually. He's a four, and he doesn't want to be by those objectives, unless he's flanking other people. He's not going to pick up objectives. He'd rather just hit harder with like a focus. Like a barrel roll, reposition, focus
0: than to pick up the objective in my mind. But. All right, JJ, I'm, I'll let you go. Now ne- I'm going to let you go next and I'll be the surprise. Uh, I'm going to be the surprise cat here
2: to, uh, to completely misquote nickel city. Briebus uh, is the most cowardly pilot in all those star Wars. Um, he, he doesn't want to face you head on. He'll run away and then come around to shoot you in the back. And that's where he shines the best. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes him very effective, right? Because um, he's a threat onto himself. Um, He—you either have to pay attention to Grievous and try to focus fire on that ship, or he's going to get you in the back, and that's what makes Grievous the most dangerous pilot um, with his ability. So, uh, when it comes to assault and chance. Um, He's usually the ship that you're going to go send into the enemy forces because they either have to divert forces to uh, take care of Grievous or they're going to ignore him, which actually makes Grievous effective in that way in diverting attention away from the other more clustered um, objective points in there. Um, So for that, I actually think Grievous is an A. Uh, For chance engagement as well, um, that impervium plating with Solus one, it is incredibly difficult to eliminate Grievous, and that makes him retain his points. Um, Just having those two upgrades alone uh, for Grievous, that makes him an A tier easy as well. Uh, For salvage, uh, unfortunately impervium plating does not work with with the crates there. Um, You still do suffer a crate before you reveal it and then discard it. Um, So he's not a great salvage carrier and not having that um, double reposition or sorry, that reposition into a focus does hurt Grievous there. Um, On the flip side, it does open up his hard two, which is great, um, or hard one if you're not stressed. Um, But beyond that, he's not a really good um, crate carrier at all. Um, I would give him a C for that there. Uh, For scramble, uh, um, again, if you're... um, if you're going to focus on going after one of those objectives, and your opponent has to turn to engage Grievous um, or turn away, Grievous is going to scramble and have free rolls against you. Um, he he is definitely a threat there. Giving him an A for scramble.
0: All right. So I'm going to give you the two of you. Do you think I'm going to come in? So you you came in. Alex came in at a B plus, and you came in at an A minus. So we'll just say. It's a cross between the two. Where do you think I'm going to land?
2: I think you're going to give him a B.
0: All right. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> so with assault, I'm going to give him a B. I'm actually going to give him a B in assault because he does not want to be where all the objectives are. Like, I don't actually feel where the objectives are is where he wants to be. On the opposite side, he it can take those objectives and... As long as he puts his butt to you, get his re-rolls and not care. Um, But the problem I have is if you create your little triangle, you can't stick Grievous by it or Grievous is just going to die. You can now take Grievous and flank that area, but you cannot take Grievous and put him by those objectives. For chance, I give him S tier, um, flat out. I think he's S tier. And that's because you could literally take a crit and throw it into the garbage. And I will not tell you how many times I've literally had an opponent go, uh, do I reroll that crit? I always tell them to reroll it every time. And that's because I'm a dick sometimes. And when I'm competitive, I want to win, but in reality, you shouldn't, you, you should not do it and you should burn his charge. You really need to burn those charges or you're not going to, um, you're you're not going to survive this salvage. Here's where a lot of us are going to disagree. I disagree with you. I think he's a in salvage. And I think that purely for the pure fact that he can pick that crate up and do weird maneuvers and get his focus or his target lock. If he really needs it. Um, and he can still stay in the fight. You're using him when you pick that crate up differently. And I think that it becomes beneficial because typically you're putting them on the opposite side of the board of all your other ships or the majority of them. And either they're going to focus on Grievous or they're going to leave one person to deal with Grievous. Grievous can shoot by that person, pick up that crate and then churn in and just start hammering people. And now you're behind everything. Scramble. He's an S tier. And I'm going to say this like purely. um, And I'm very saddened by this number here, but. Um, I say he's an S tier in that uh, ability for scramble purely for the pure fact that he has the ability to um, be on the opposite side of the field. If you take all of your or enough of your forces to attack him, then so be it. I'm not going to scramble and all my other ships will go scramble for me. If you choose to have one or two ships engage him and I scramble... I'm not going to die from ga- a range one engagement at all. Like, I'm just not going to die even without a focus. I'm, you're, you would have to double proton toward me. And on top of that, roll all your crits down and have me blank out all the whole time to possibly kill me in one initiative. So with scramble, I could take that objective. And if you come at grievous and you take the objective and you, you you're now shooting two mod lists against each other. Who cares? Grievous will live all day long, all day long. So he comes in for me at an a overall. Um, I think in assault, if I had been a little more generous, he come in higher. I just don't like him in assault at all. Um, he's that support. He becomes a support piece in assault is what it is. So there you go. You were wrong, JJ. I just wanted to say it. (laughs)
2: Nice. All right, we're gonna it's do higher than I thought you
0: were gonna do. Yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah, I can't. I just don't want to give Greg too much credit, you know. It's just uh, <laughs> make Greg, gotta make Greg work for his acceptance. All right, we're gonna do one more pilot. We're gonna make it a resistance pilot. That way, we have all seven of them. I'm gonna give JJ the, the. Oh my God, you're doing Zari. All right, we're gonna do Zari, Bengal, Sorry. <laughs> A name
2: I haven't yes, read a the return of Zari Bangle, uh, an A-Wing that we haven't seen in quite some time here. And this is mainly for Nabi. Nobby, we're thinking of you, man. I uh, haven't seen you in a while, but I hope that you're doing okay over there. Uh, so Zari Bangle is a RZ2 A-Wing uh, for the resistance. Uh, the mm-hmm. the ability is you do not skip your perform action steps after you partially execute a maneuver. Um, so for this uh, particular pilot, um, you're able to, uh, cover the board really well. The blues on this ship is very, very good. Um, it does have a decent loadout for it. You can still equip like advanced optics if you wanted to with a focus you, that could, on average. You can still get two hits on average, um, at range three or sorry, at range one, probably two point two and a half uh, hits all the time with that. Um, the chassis uh, allows for it to um, to still execute those actions um, because you can still, um, essentially, instead of being locked onto the red focus, Zari would allow you to still take your, your regular action. And uh, that's really big when you're considering, like, Scramble, for instance. Um, so starting from the beginning with Assault, um, still pretty average. Uh, I would still give this a a B it's a fairly consistent attacker and it has a very good dial where it can go to objective point to objective point and still contest those objectives without having to turn around, especially since it has that arc that can rotate um, for chance engagement. Um, also, I would uh, put it at a B as well, a pretty solid attacker. Uh, it can go in and, sh- um, and bump a designated ship that you need to and survive with three agility and then just keep on shooting from the back. For salvage, uh, definitely suffers a lot. Uh, it does need to have those boost actions to make it effective, um, but it can run away and still shoot as well. So I'm going to give it a C for that one, and then for scramble, um, definitely going to give it an A. It uh, it can do that scramble action um, and sh- and still stay in the mix.
0: You said an A for scramble. I'm sorry, and C for salvage.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: All right. Alex, what is your take on Zari, the four point?
1: I like Zari. It's tough to have Zari when Tally and Lulo are also four points. But I do love doing the really silly oh i bumped into this small base enemy i guess i'm just gonna boost past them and rotate my arc because i can do that (laughs) it's really dirty
0: it is
1: (laughs) um assault i I would say b tier because the a-wings go real fast and they can be around things or even doing like a you can blow past people, still take the objective, kind of rotate thing. I, you know, they're, they're, They they're can be anywhere. And even when you're blocked, you can still take like an evade boost or a focus rotate or whatever. It's pretty nice because it's not the right action you're doing because you don't skip your perform action step. So even if you do bump, you get two-ish actions. Uh, for chance, I would say B. It's... It's hard because Zari has 11 points of loadout, but you're not putting a lot of offense on on her. I mean, you could put like a procket, but that just seems a little unnecessary. Yeah. So, but if you do half health her, which is kind of a pain, because you have to pin her down and get through three agility, it's still only two points. So I think that bumps it up to a being chance. And salvage. See, it's 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 a tough call because you can just five straight evade rotate if people are chasing you, still get a shot off. You still have a bunch of blues. You get three bank focus, three bank. You know, evade whatever you want to do with that. The rotate, oh, man. So I'd probably say a B, actually. I mean. Uh, Boosts are pretty vital to A-wings, but the fact that you can rotate backwards, I think, really helps it out a lot. It's much more of a runaway with the box than it is doing anything else. And for scramble, I would also say a B. I do like the the grab-the-objective boost that they can do, which really helps out a lot. But also, you're an I-3, and if there's anyone else around, that kind of sucks. But you can flank really fast, though, with the five straight and get the other scrambled piece that they put on their side of the board. So that helps. I think it'd be a solid for that.
0: All right. So, I'm probably going to be the weird oddball one here. I was the oddball one. No, I think I'm going to be a lot crazier (laughs) than you. I think. All right, so with Assault... Assault is the one where I say, eh, I think think she does not want to be anywhere near there. So I get to say C with assault because it makes it a little bit more predictable, but then I got to say, oh crap, I got to bump that up to a B because as long as you don't kill her, she could still go into the mix. As long as she can fi- survive one salvo, she can run away and collect other, other objectives. So in reality, it becomes almost a B in chance. I think 100% she's an A. And I say that because, and I'm going to, this is where it's going to get crazy here. I'm going I'm to get really crazy, and I think people should be running Zari. I think the, the, the issue with Zari is she needs one more point of loadout, and she becomes a beast. Period. And I say, the reason I say that is because with them lowering these to four points and the two-point BBA and a three-point fin, you literally can create a list of, um, and we didn't get into archetypes tonight, but you can create a big salad control list with resistance with Zari because even though she's an I3 at chance she's still only worth two points half pointed four points if you kill her you have to focus fire with her she has two talent slots what does she have oh she's got starboard Slash so I can bump into you and boost through you and starboard Slash does not say let me double check before I say that Oh, it does say after you fully execute a maneuver. All right. Nope. So never mind. So it's not as good as I thought it is. So you get rid of server slash, but either which way you could still use something like that. You can put automated target target priority on her. You can literally change and put elusive. If you want to be super defensive, I, I don't like elusives on a wings as much um, because I feel it's a two point mod that kind of goes away Um, in salvage. I would give her, A B because you really don't want to pick up a crate. But again, you can pick up a crate and run away because it's only four points. And you can literally use it to just run away. Five straight, three hard, five straight, three hard, and you could just circle your board with a crate. And yeah, it's four points, but whatever. In Scramble, I think 100% in Scramble, she is an S tier. And I'm... (laughs) I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm gonna be very aggressive in saying that for the pure fact that she can bump and scramble that yes she's an i three but now you're forcing every initiative higher that comes in on her to avoid mods so now you have to have a coordinating ship and oh you have to waste your coordinate to not double mod a ship can you imagine wedge rolling up and saying oh, I'm gonna shoot Zari and with just one mod okay, whatever I don't care I'm gonna take automated target targeting priority on Zari. I'm going to purposely never reroll my dice and pile calculates up on her so that when I get into the mix, I'm going to go, oh, free calculate. I'm going to scramble, take a calculate, scramble, take a calculate. I don't know. I think Zari personally, I think Zari is, is a slept upon aimling. I actually would almost put this over. I know I was very high on tally, but I think I would put this over tally i um I, I I think I would because i I think tally with a proton Torp is just not as good. Lulo better than her, but I think for four points, Zari, I think zari at i three really makes really makes a huge uh, dent on everything.
2: Wow, I didn't expect that. That's actually really interesting. I never thought about the uh, interaction with automated targeting. yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's very. Weird. You can double mod her. You like you could take missiles if you want. That's fine. You could technically do that. Um, but I, I don't know. I think Zari is a slept upon character that we just we're not looking at.
2: So I mean clusters with munitions fail safe and then just <laughs> get two calculates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Oh my god, that's actually really good. I didn't think about that. That's a good that's a good one, JJ.
1: A is that. If you're bumping a lot with Zari, you're just getting those range yeah, zero shots. Range zero, and you yeah. have to take the range zero because that is you the do. closest shot, and that's that's kind of rough for me. I I'd never liked that.
0: But if you think about it, you only have to deal with that one. I mean, to some extent, you might not have to deal with it because you can always barrel roll and boost around the ship. Like that's a, just so you know, like that's a thing. You can also barrel roll, rotate. You can boost, rotate. Like I, there's there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of variability, and I think. I'm not a resistance player that often, so I could be a little off in my (laughs) categorization of her, but I really do genuinely think that that's a, a piece we should be looking at. Um, and I think it's an underutilized piece highly that should highly be looked at, um, overall. So, well all right well thank you all for joining us uh for episode 83 i apologize we did not get to our academy 101 segment we will get to that next week um i will give a caveat if so my my nephew plays um uh hockey and we're going to Saginaw next weekend so actually i'll be very close to you alex um I might
1: close. I got not close. It's
0: close to Detroit. I, it's like an hour from Detroit. Closer than Grand Rapids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to be. A-
2: I would definitely urge on the uh, er on the side of caution and saying that we will not have a show next week.
0: No, uh, no, no. We, because we're
2: no. Nope. I, because- I myself am going to be traveling. I'm going to be on my way to Connecticut next Sunday. So I don't know if I'll make it in time for a cast um it's going to be about a 10 hour drive for me so yeah
0: all right well you have to get up at 6 a.m so that way you're there by 6 (laughs) p.m and you can set up for your show so we will have a cast next sunday unless jj went hey alex can join me instead of jj there we go we'll just do that i mean i'm probably not doing anything next sunday that'll be fine there you go we'll do we'll do more of this if jj doesn't join um so it, it usually they don't win enough, but if for some reason they do win and I'm there to like eight o'clock, I will not be able to do a cast. Um, but I'll let everybody know ahead of time. Um, and what we'll do is we'll just move the cast to Monday night. Um, so, um, and, and again, Alex, you're welcome to join next week, Monday, if you want, um, or Sunday, Sunday or Monday, whichever day we do it. But as long as JJ's around Monday night, we'll do, um, we can move the cast to Monday night. If my hockey game goes really long, and, or not my nephew's hockey game i'm not actually playing hockey i'm you know you know i'm just there observing and paying for all the damn food um and <laughs> booze and so there's that and the hockey jerseys and the hockey what? whatever all the crap that we have to buy um you're paying
2: for booze for kids the hell
0: oh yeah yeah we we get <laughs> them we get them, we get them <laughs> shit faced and let them go fly on the ice <laughs> all right i should probably edit that out um <laughs> With that being said, Alex, thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you would like to follow Alex's podcast, the Bespin Benchwarmers, air at least once a month. Um, oh man, that's generous. That, it's <laughs> We're at least to be a
1: little bit more consistent. It's Cody, has really caused a lot of the problems. I'll throw him under the bus. He's traveling yeah, a lot. Yeah, Cody. Next Cody, weeks, so. you
0: need to get a, a portable setup for your mic and your your mic there, buddy. Um. Anyway. Uh, but either which way if you like to watch, listen to any of the Betch-win- or um Best spin Batch Warmers uh podcasts, you can listen to them. You go back the last couple episodes. Uh last time they didn't talk about me, but the time before they talked about me. So uh if you want to hear them talk shit about me, you're welcome to. Um and we
1: did record today, so I can guarantee you that will be out eventually.
0: Okay. Maybe you should send them I'll edit your podcast for you. Um <laughs> We'll just we'll make one big conglomerate podcast. That's what we're gonna do. Uh we're planning gonna have one phase bench warmers. There you go. The planning phase bench warmers, the new podcast <laughs> thing. Okay, oh my god. All right. Warmer phase. Uh, uh, <laughs> what'd you say?
2: The bench warmer phase. That's what The it bench is.
0: Warmer, The bench warming phase. Yeah, that, bench that might work too. Right. The bench warmer syndicate, that's my favorite so far. Yeah. All right. <laughs> With that being said, we Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back later this week. If you would like to catch us uh, for Kyber Cup, I will try to schedule my games as much as I can, either on Scott's stream or on Greg's stream. Um, I have no idea what Greg's uh, streaming this week, but um, you can typically catch me playing my games on Greg's stream as much as I can. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. Uh, We will be back next week, 9 p.m. Eastern time with more Planning Face Syndicate.